All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Loki Opinionated Unfiltered. I'm your co-host, Vanessa. And I'm your co-host, Emma. And welcome to Zoom. Yes, welcome um, to the um, talking platform. What do I call it? Meeting platform? <laughs> um, trying to troubleshoot because Google Meets let us down too many times. Too many times. And it's at this point, it's just being rude because first it picks Vanessa's mic to mess with and then it picks my mic to mess with. So there's no consistency here. <laughs> no. And then we tried Skype and that made Emma sound like a cyborg from another yeah. dimension. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, this is the same microphone I'm using now and I'm going to we're we're saying I don't sound cy- cy- cyborg, cyborg. You don't sound like a cyborg. No. There we go. I would let you know. Thank you. Do I sound like a cyborg? No, you sound good to me. Crisp and clear. Like Neutrogena, you know? I think Neutrogena is being sued right now for putting something in their sunscreen they weren't supposed to. Probably. I believe that. I'm kind of worried. I I think I got Neutrogena zinc oxide sunscreen. So I'm like, maybe I should go take a look at ingredients because I don't want skin cancer from. Exactly. It might be time to switch switch, um, sunscreen brands, you know? Might be time. Might be time. So we have got a plethora of topics to discuss today. We're probably going to make this podcast a little bit shorter, um, just in case there's some real tragic audio errors that make this podcast unsalvageable. We don't want to be sad that it was two hours. Exactly. <laughs> and once once we have our like solid routine down, you know, everything's all troubleshot, <laughs> things will be great. Two hours long. Oh my god, phone, stop it, sorry. Um, yeah, like I was looking at other platforms to record from and they all cost money, like professional podcasting ones. I'm like, why y'all gotta charge me? Podcasting is free. So what 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 why? Why? Why do Just my why? hurt? Just for me to be able to speak for the people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're just they're literally just trying to um sorry, someone keeps um uh, uh, sorry uh, um I totally lost my train of thought (laughs) (laughs) sorry Um, y'all I'm a little bit of a mess today I'm still regenerating from being um let go you know still a little bitter trying not to be trying to evolve as a human being you're allowed to be upset though feelings are normal you're supposed to feel them yeah and you know I mean I've talked to you about this too there's like a particular person who I'm like someone who thought I was my friend but okay um anyways back into the topics we're going to dive into today we are going to talk about about that later (laughs) oh we'll bring it up we'll bring it up um so today I don't know if anyone follow I know we have a few quite a bit of American audience so I know that's quite like talked about in North America but I mean frenemies exploded imploded we're gonna be talking about that and how Trisha Paytas is a literal walking meteorite I'm sorry to say I mean yeah. no I, I was trying to like her and I was I trying agree to support with that her statement. yeah and I was like oh my god we love a mental health ba- like bounce back we like to see people like trying to be positive and nice and aware and then I was like oh Trisha reverting back to your old ways I see so mm, yeah. and, self-sabotage I mean, honestly, though, when we do look at her she wasn't that aware no she tried to be but you know there's more aware people out there who could you know Mm -hmm. speak on it a little better we're also going to be talking sorry that they love trump out loud uh yeah 
And she's like, I'm just being a troll. I'm like, oh my god, Trisha. There's some things you just shouldn't troll on. Right? Like people you know? are dying, for example. But yeah. You know, I digress. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> As you were saying. <laughs> uh, we're also gonna be uh jumping into what happened in I believe it was London, Ontario. Yeah. Correct. The attack where the do you wanna do you wanna like put your mouth a little closer to your like little microphone on your headset, see if that helps? Oh, yeah, like I can hear you, but is this better now? Oh my god, you sound so much better. Cool, cool. I um, want to make sure we can hear you. Yeah, no, definitely. No, yeah, it was the Muslim family. Um, I believe four um were killed and then one injured mm-hmm. in the attack. We're also gonna be talking about taking an E Trudeau who seems to spend most Idiot of his boy. career on his knees than doing stuff. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> It's like, how do you say you run this stolen country yeah. and talk about thoughts and prayers? And I wish there was more I could do. Honey, sweetheart, mm. there is. You can yeah. do it. <laughs> we'll probably talk about this before we get into like the super deep, important stuff. But, you know, like, yeah. like just friends who, you know, those friends who like use you for their convenience like that. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to like... Yeah you know, air out my, my trauma with that, you know, yeah. and that's something that. that I feel like a lot of us relate to and, and comes with, I feel like just the growth that a lot of people go on, especially in their twenties, where you're, you're realizing the unhealthy things that have been in your relationships, what part, you know, quote unquote, not that necessarily like you're the toxic person or anything, but just the part that, okay, well, maybe I allowed these people around, not that it's your fault, but like, you know what I mean? You just reflect on it all. And it's like, you just, you have to, like, I mean, we all relate to having, not the best friendships, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's just, we need to come up with like a way to be like, because I don't want to be a filter Franco here and be like, let's just jump into it. We need like our own little like pre-podcast seance. You know what I mean? We're going to, um, we're just going to, you know. Let's get gonna... exposing. Like, let's, let's just get go. going. Let's get to her. Oh, let's get to her. I like that. All right, let's get, get to at her. her. So I don't know oh, how much. Sorry. Oh, no, no. Oh, I should probably be keeping track of how long we've been recording for. I'm going to put a timer on Mm, just in case, you know, because I can't really see it on the Zoom recording. It doesn't tell me how long we're recording for. Okay, there we go. Timer's on. Uh, Let's just get into Trisha Paytas and Frenemies real quick. Uh, I've said it before on our Unfiltered podcast that Mm -hmm. I did enjoy Frenemies. I was like, you know, yeah. This is fun and this is fun to watch. And totally. you know, Trisha would annoy me sometimes, but I had a real problem with yesterday's infamous Trisha leaving for the third time. Oh, third. Oh wow, okay. Lord. And, she was and you like, tell me all about it because I have not been now. Ethan did just post a new video about frenemies. So I haven't okay. seen that yet. So I'll put a disclosure. I don't have like hundred percent scoop with Ethan and H3 literally just posted a new video. So I don't know. Um gotcha. Okay. But yikes. Big yikes. Um, <laughs> the thing with Trisha that irritates me is she and this isn't new news, but I thought she would kind of grow up a little bit because she is, you know, like whatever 33. 40. Oh yeah. No. Pretty close. <laughs> eh, she's there. She's like what seven years away from it. Yeah. Um she's she she's very good at making everything all about her well that is the white woman syndrome and that's not a big well no it is actually that's no no it is i stand in that never mind continue yeah (laughs) it's definitely the trisha paytas trait and you know she would 
literally repeatedly talk about David Dobrik and mm-hmm. everything that happened on and talk about her ex-boyfriend Jason and Rylan Adam just go on about that all the time and Ethan was always so supportive and would listen to her and then yeah. Ethan talks about shit that would traumatize him like Logan Paul and Keemstar she's like oh my god like I don't want to hear about this it's triggering mm-hmm. you know like I don't want to it's like girl why are you making it all about you and everyone's just like oh look like Trisha just wanted like more creative input into the podcast it's like well what do you That's mean like 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 um because here's the thing you like it's okay if you have genuine boundaries where maybe hearing certain things for you could be triggering that means you need to first of all communicate that and learn how to how to navigate through your relationships you know what I mean like that's something that you have I mean she hasn't been one for doing the work (laughs) she's just she does not I'm ignorant someone tell me about how ignorant I am ignorance isn't cute it's embarrassing Trisha Mm -hmm. listen to our podcast Mm mm-hmm because honestly, get a lot out of it. Really educate yourself. Like that's the issue with so many fucking people. It's like they talk about, well, if I'm saying something ignorant, tell me. It's like, but it's not our fucking job to do that. Yeah. yeah. And she, <laughs> she was just a whole lot of. You know, oh she was God. mad that Ethan was picking the staff for the production group for H three, and she's like, "You hired a new staff member without consulting me," and he's like, "Excuse me, like." This is, but it's under the guise of H three Productions, which is his. And- yeah. So why are you getting all fucking wound up like a top there, Trisha? It's not like you and Ethan created a new channel. It's all on the H three, and his deal was like not cutting her out. It's like we get fifty fifty on the podcast and fifty fifty on memberships and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. Trisha got mad. Everything because- about frenemies. Well, I guess he's. <coughs> oh God, sorry. Bless you. Um, thank you. Oh, I'm blessed. Uh, (laughs) blessed (laughs) and highly favored thank you um and she got mad that the h3 crew was getting five percent of the cuts of the highlights she was like why are they getting you know five percent like you know and he's like well i gotta pay like their employees like they do stuff like for me Mm -hmm. like outside of frenemies and like isn't that very entitled for someone who makes as much money as her? And I'm everyone sorry. was saying that. They were like, wow, Trish is a brat. Like, imagine being a millionaire and taking away 5% from employees. I'm, I, I'm just saying, though, like... Yeah. And, and this is where I mean, and this is... You know how I say, like, white people will always default back to that act, those actions? And that's not me being, like... I don't know what you would call it, quote-unquote... Like I'm, this isn't a stereotype. It's it's a pattern of action that yeah has been proven time and time. Like even and not I never thought I was never sitting here like thinking like Trisha she's she's amazing. Like she's not like I, I I'm I'm here for growth and don't get me wrong I'm not here for tearing people down with mental illness and discrediting them because of their mental illness. No matter who that is, that is wrong. And I'm happy to completely like hundred mm, percent. I'm there, but. Where was I going with this book? <laughs> I just, I mean, I, I, I guess like, back to. <laughs> it's just like, I think people like seeing, you know, a quote unquote redemption arc. And I think people were seeing that in Trisha because she, she even mm. said she's actively trying and everything. I think that's what of people course. were rooting for, but I don't know. I but think it comes- you can give people the room to grow without having to like sit at their feet for it. You know what I mean? Like I'm all for people growing. Please educate yourself. Please be better. Please try every day. But like, 
I'm also not going to like celebrate you for it because that is the bare fucking minimum. The bare minimum. Like, tr- like when, no, when we like just take a step back for so many people, we get excited about like little things. But when you take a step back, you're like, wait a minute, this is mediocrity at best. Because like you trying not to be racist and we're a plot, like, no, not in 2021. It's like applauding the priest for not raping. Okay. And <laughs> like, you shouldn't mm-hmm. have been doing it in the first place. Yeah, it's just it's just like frustrating because she just like no, you, you want to have hope. There was underlying reasons why she was being absolutely a wreck that day. You know, she was all pissed off about Gabby Hanna and all that stuff, and she took that harboring negative energy and took it out on Ethan. I felt, and then she's also pissed off that Ela's pregnant with like triplets, mm-hmm. and you know, Trita's Trita Trisha's having trouble conceiving, but. You know, it's not like they can put that con- on other people. Well, it's not like they can see like the trip the triplets a hundred percent natural. Like they did IVF treatments mm-hmm. for months for a long time, and yeah. then they finally got results. So, like, and that's I guess like work comes in. Yeah, and then she was just like, "I can't believe you named like our last episode, you know, pregnancy announcement." When I'm not even pregnant, Ethan. It's like. Uh, can a man not be excited that his wife is having triplets? Like, why are you getting all upset? Your life isn't all glum and dumb. You're getting married in a couple months. Like, things you're are going married. for you. You're getting sponsorships and you're getting, like... In America. You're and she even American says... Wife. And then, like, like it's just this victim mentality that Trisha has that really was getting yeah, under... Yeah, just was really getting under people's skin because she was just painting this narrative that she had no creative input or freedom whatever on frenemies whatsoever but it was her idea to always do cosplaying and then mm-hmm. like you know I don't know I think I think Trisha just has a habit for self-destructive self-destructive and self-sabotaging behavior and you know I understand she struggles with mental health but like someone as an audience member it's difficult to watch that stuff because it doesn't make it enjoyable like I don't want to watch them blow up and have Trisha be problematic like I don't want to see that I don't want to see them making jokes and thriving and just talking about whatever yeah and I mean at the end of the day it's just why like there's just no point in going around being hurtful and putting that on everyone else and I'm not mental illness is 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 incredibly hard and and there are behaviors that come along with that that are not always the easiest to deal with whether that's as the person dealing with them or the person having to deal with them on the like you know receiving end of that but as the person who does struggle it is also up to you at a certain point to do your own healing and and at least be aware of the triggers you have or the points that you have that are source source spots or the parts of you that we're not none of us are all good all bad that's not a thing however we have parts of ourselves that aren't always the most productive and helpful and being aware of them and what causes them to come out can really help. Cause that doesn't mean that they're never mm-hmm. going to come out, but that means that you can at least be accountable when they do. And you can also communicate that to people either beforehand or di- like directly after, and then hopefully make corrections in your behavior so that you're not continuing this pattern of, of, of behavior over and over again. And that's not to say that there's certain things that can be kind of out of people's control. Like if you're dealing with BPD or if you're dealing with, um, let's say schizophrenia like there's certain things that are you know a lot harder to control and and it's not about Mm -hmm. just oh I'm gonna think this way and that's it it's not that but 
there is also still there is still personal responsibility in in our actions to some degree you know yeah no I, I 100% I agree with what you're saying and a lot of people a lot of people would agree with you that it's not Ethan's job to mm-hmm. know like Trisha's triggers you know what I mean like especially when if you're doing your best to to do what you can to respect them and I think like I said Latricia I don't know what um, he was doing no, no, no. I, I don't know. I'm more on Ethan's side than this, than Trisha's, obviously, because, um, oh, sorry. If I said Trisha was a she, I meant they, them. I, um, oh, she, sorry. They, they use it quite fluently. Like they say that, I, I don't know. I'll just call them, them, they, you, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, everyone was saying about Trisha that it isn't Ethan's job to like, see the triggers that are happening and Ethan even said like I shouldn't have to walk around eggshells around you when we're talking and you know I mean that's also incorrect but okay yeah I do see what he's saying but they're I think they're both they both aren't they both haven't educated themselves enough to be around each other you know what I mean the thing I I empathize with Ethan when he said I shouldn't have to walk around eggshells around you it's like I've been in that kind of friendship too where you have to be very oh, yeah. careful what you say because people will just snap at you and get mad at you for literally nothing when they got their own shit to deal with 100 percent, 100 and, and I don't know I agree with that I Definitely. think Trisha just needs to kind of get off the internet now I think everyone's tired of seeing them fluctuate I know I am like I was hoping this would be the last like real downfall like before you know what I mean like mm-hmm. but I don't know Trisha just has a habit of just self-sabotaging herself and it's just annoying no, to watch sure. as someone who enjoyed frenemies and most of their content and everything and I thought it was funny but mm-hmm. I don't know and and the thing about walking on eggshells the reason that I say that like incorrect I don't mean like straight up wrong that's how I don't mean it like that what I mean is like it's it's I I understand the sentence and I understand the sentiment 1000 percent because it's like I shouldn't have to think about every single word I'm saying to like the not like hundredth degree because I don't know what thing is going to set you off but in saying that a lot of people will use that as because I'm I haven't watched every episode but there's been times where I've seen where Trisha has been trying to articulate okay can you stop and Ethan does keep going and whether yeah. he's learned or not that's great whatever but in saying that there is also that that responsibility on the person that like yeah you don't need to walk on eggshells but I'd like for you to be considerate yeah and listen to me when I try to articulate my issues when I do Mm -hmm. try to because that is also an issue on on the other end something that I know I've dealt with too is I'll articulate when something is bothering me I'll say okay I don't like that or or whatever and 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 then it's taken like oh well then that means I can't do any of this oh that means I've got to worry about all this it's like no (laughs) okay that's not what I'm saying I would just like a little bit of this that's it it's not 100 it's not all the way to 100 you Mm -hmm. know and that's especially when I'm not talking about like I don't really care about really like giving my sympathy for her specifically in this um but with someone as someone with mental health issues it's like you do have to be more cognizant of what you're doing and saying true because sometimes a trigger can elicit a response that is much bigger than you even knew it was going to be maybe and once it happens then you can hopefully and hopefully you do reflect and, and work on it to to diminish hopefully that response um but sometimes the response is one that you haven't dealt with before and when it comes out you're like oh shit <laughs> oh oh it still hurts <laughs> okay good to know um and that's just true for people with mental illness like I'm not advocating necessarily for Trisha <laughs> but mental illness as a whole like so it's like 
both sides are wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't. It's that's just, why I don't like Stan, Ethan, I because I he's. I like I more than Trisha. I mean, Trisha is just problematic all around nowadays. You know, like yeah, like definitely. I said, they have a habit of just being completely self-destructive and ruining a lot mm-hmm. of stuff, and it's just like henny like Mm -hmm. and you know they accused ethan of gaslighting you're gaslighting me when trisha was literally saying i'm frustrated and then they would go well you're gaslighting me i'm not frustrated it's like okay stop using that term so loosely because obviously Mm -hmm. you don't understand it that's something that's really been happening too much people throwing that term around like yeah she's like Oh, sorry. They were like, yeah, gaslighting. You know, you're making me trying to make me feel a certain type of way and make me question my own sanity. Like, it's like, no, like you're clearly upset. You're, you're getting, you're getting frustrated. You're getting upset. And Ethan was just like, you got to acknowledge when you're angry so we can Mm -hmm. talk about it. And they were like, I'm not angry. Stop gaslighting me. I'm like, I'm done. And that's, and once again, that's where that, that personal work comes in because that's something that, um, I've definitely been learning especially along like what like my own personal healing that I've been doing mm-hmm. is that like if you are upset articulate that because as, especially when you're trying to like for me like for me personally um one of my like attachment styles unfortunately is like that like anxious attachment style because of passion but um because of that you know you end up overthinking everything and and, and if there's a cha- a change in tone of voice or actions and for me when i do overthink it, it's for a good fucking reason and it's always panned out because they were doing some fucking fuck shit um so because of that when it kicks in i'm like well i have to believe it um but at the end of the day articulating how you feel to the people around you as long as it's like a safe space to do so is mm-hmm. up to you at the same time like you know what i mean like if you decide to say no I'm fine but you're obviously not fine well that's you can do that that's okay but like then it does create like an uncomfortable situation because everyone knows you're not okay you know you're not okay (laughs) Um, yeah yeah and then uh Trisha just sort of lost their mind when Ethan said oh yeah Trisha you know everything's fine with you you're totally not upset or anything right and then they were like oh my god we have to end it like right now like we need to end this and I was like oh my god but then it's also on Ethan why are you pushing I I wouldn't have liked that like I even like because here's the thing when you if you struggle to articulate how you feel that's already difficult enough right Mm -hmm. and then if someone then tries to point it out and make a joke out of it when you're already in that feeling yeah like you're not gonna feel great about it I'm not saying that the response is appropriate necessary and when I say appropriate like at the end of the day you, you feel how you feel you react how you react but like you know we should all try to like not completely like eviscerate people around us um mm-hmm. but at the end of the day if someone isn't articulating how they feel they don't also have to they don't it is great when people can grow and articulate but they also don't have to you can also choose who you're around if you don't like that someone isn't articulating how they feel you don't have to necessarily call them on it you can try to have a conversation with them about it which preferably mm-hmm. would be off camera to the person specifically but like if you also decide that that's just not what you want for yourself, you are allowed to not be friends with these people. You don't have to be around them, but you also don't have to like shame them for their issues too, because that's a big thing. That's something that I know I've dealt with where if I'm not talking as quickly as they'd like, as speaking up as, as, as they'd like, then it's an issue, but it's like, well, I'm doing my fucking best. <laughs> so, and also I'm, especially for me, like I'm not, I'm not doing it in a way that I'm trying to be hurtful to you by any means. And I tried to articulate why I'm doing exactly what I'm doing. 
so that you know while I'm doing it that it's not about like it's not for me to be mean you know what I mean so it's like like that's where it's they both aren't correct for sure I'm not like I'm not saying like for sure one is probably more out of the wrong into the wrong than the other but like they're both you know yeah I know what you're saying it's just a whole hot mess and disappointing because Trisha was even being quite rude because Ethan was like oh like we'll have a segment we'll have a fan segment and people can send in questions and talk to us and we can answer Mm -hmm. for them and Trisha was like that's stupid that's boring that's bottom of the barrel content and I was like oh my god wow way to treat your fans like that yeah and and that's the thing throwing a tantrum because like they're upset sorry they're upset um you know, and that's that's also not cute. And you also got to respect that it is Ethan's production company and podcast name that you're under. Like, it's not its yeah. separate show. It's a, a segment, a part of a larger podcast platform. So, like, mm-hmm. take a back seat, sweaty. You stop stomping <laughs> your feet because you're not getting your way. Yeah. No, and, and I completely agree with that because it's also like, you are a grown adult and, and gr- I mean, sorry. Um, Honey. Yeah, honey. (laughs) Like, mm. and the fact that let me just say, I do call everybody, everybody, and every like, oh yeah, girl, anything I can, girl. Just so you know, yeah, was not just for the people. Just for people to understand, it's AAV. You can't tell me not to say it. I'm kidding. That's right. Don't come to us. (laughs) Sit down and relax. Okay, not everything is meant to be offensive. You know. And I definitely don't mean to be a Of course. Me. I think everyone by now who's listened to this segment can see that, you know, you're genuine and you're not a rat. So you're okay. Yeah, okay. She may be inconsistent because she's depressed, but she's... Oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. Sorry. I'm kidding. Anyways. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, well, we, we can summarize. We can tie up this quick frenemies. I just wanted to comment on it because I would watch it a lot and rewatch it. I'm like, oh my god, haha, but Trisha's just problematic. Um, you know, I was very weary of being pro-Trisha. You know, I was very skeptical. Mm-hmm. I wanted her, sorry, I wanted them to thrive. Yeah. But now I'm 100% like, girl, this is why you were iffy with me. I'm sorry, um, Henny, this is why you're iffy with me for so long. Yeah because you're just a troll half the time you know what I mean like I understand mental illness is a thing and I'm not saying she doesn't have it sorry they oh I'm sorry they don't have it but and and also this is also where I I do want to touch on this because this is this is where I think a lot of frustration comes from for all like minorities but specifically black and um indigenous um like queer and and um like mentally ill and disabled people like get really frustrated where it's like there's all this sympathy all this whatever for the people who are white dealing with some mental illness but it's like they also get first line of care treatment sympathy um support so it's like eh, it like she's also rich it's like mm, mm-hmm. There's people dying who don't need to die. I mean, black trans youth and young people, I mean, are getting killed at just crazy rates. So it's like mental health is important 100%, but it's like how we care so much about these white people who have all the access and all the support, um, but there ain't millions and millions caring about like the ones who really need it and don't get any of it. Mm-hmm. you know 
it's like, yeah, sure, it's important, but like, uh-uh, they're fine. <laughs> no, I, like, I see what I see what you're saying, and it's just yeah. entertainment, and people fall into entertainment and look for distractions and everything, especially since the world is like. Yeah, but also this is where that fight for liberation honestly is so important because imagine a world where we didn't need to like look for distractions because our life wasn't so horrible and the world around us wasn't so horrible that we needed a distraction from it. You know? Yeah. Like that would be amazing. That would be so sick. It would be. I agree with you, Henny. Mm -hmm. And sorry, I'm gonna circle everything back because at this point, no, go ahead, go for it. I'm a comrade. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) What's a comrade? Like communist. (laughs) Oh, nobody's talking about dictatorships. Like the actual principles. Just say literally about leaning or right leaning you know what i mean because like what? when people hear no. when people hear the word like communist they but get i'm talking about the arms. definition of it yeah not not people who abuse it because people would be capitalism and i just say socialist about that word socialist sounds more like chill and social but if you want to say um comrade go for it i'm just like people are just gonna no i'm that. for both but at the end of the day like the principles of having um um like com- like everyone's taken care of period across the board and and working together in like community garden type idea like like that part like it can work like i mean i i mean as a as a general system that doesn't mean you take everything for- like people get too pigeonholed in like oh because this person did okay we're not talking about them <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and specifically a leader by any means no it's it's the principles of this that you apply like yeah you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's absolutely more socialist to a degree, but even like, it's not all of that either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's like not all one or the other. No, hundred percent. Too much of anything is bad. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what it is. Literally. Too much of capitalism as a whole needs to be burnt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Say it. I was gonna say too much of rat friends is definitely mm-hmm. no, not healthy. You know, no. like do you want to vent? Uh, Go off. <laughs> I'm just sick of being a placeholder friend. I thought of that differently than a back burner friend, like a placeholder, because it hits yeah. different when you're a placeholder. No, absolutely. And I'll define placeholder is someone's not friends with someone for a while and they're like mm-hmm. I need a friend okay you seem chill we we, we get along I like this mm-hmm. and then you know you're just holding that place for the original friend and then when the original friend comes back in the picture it's like Abita say bye yeah. thank you thanks for your service thanks for your time thanks for your friendship and efforts but I'm gonna go because yeah, I have better nice. options over here so um I'll just, you know, thank you. <laughs> just walks away and you're like, oh, it's like that, huh? Yeah, and it's sometimes it's like, like, I don't want it to be like a too much of a ranty negative thing because there's two sides to every story and every person feels differently. But, mm-hmm. you know, I fluctuate between in and out of dark places when it comes to friends because of all the shitty friends I've had. So I got my trauma with trust in people. That's valid. Absolutely. You know, and like 
it could be oh, just paranoia, but would, you know when you can sense someone just that's, like moving away from you? Yeah. And um, you can just feel it. It's not something yeah. that goes away. It's your, it's your instincts. So mm-hmm. yeah. And I can tell when this person is trying to move away, you know, yeah. And this is where I'm like, where they've reached out a few times, it's just like commented on here and there or whatever, or asked about something. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you take like three to four days to respond, I'm like, okay, sure. That's fine. Yeah. And, you know, I get people who get busy, but, you know, I see that you're on Instagram stories and, you know, Snapchat stories because you're looking at my Snapchat. So it's not like you're on hiatus and not on your phone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. that's my, that's my quarrel with it. I'm just sick of investing in people who just don't want to invest in me. Like I'm the kind of person where Absolutely. I like, like, I'm the kind of person where it's like, if someone prioritizes you, like, you know. Yeah, 100%. Like, you know, and you know you're a priority in that person's life. And then when you feel, you can sense. Or just at least that you're, you're important, not even priority, but just that you're important to them. Because realist, I mean, you can't be a, like, I would say like important, like that they're important to you. Because sometimes like you get busy, but like, you know that you're still important to someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, like, you know, making comments here and there, like, oh, like this looks cool or that looks nice and whatever. It's like, I mean, is it really reaching out? Um, I mean, for, for, uh, like, obviously it, it depends. And it, like, if normally that's not how they communicate, then yeah, like, then absolutely, absolutely. But I mean, there are some people who, if that, like, you know, sending each other memes or whatever is like, that's as much as you're probably going to get, unless like, we're going to talk for a specific reason. But that, that's also, that depends on the person. You know what I mean? Like, I would say that's mm-hmm. a case by case basis. Like if someone just switches up on you, then that's different, right? Yeah, and I think I've even explained this situation to you when we were going to get Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes, yes, yes. And it's just, it's not a nice feeling when you like take a, take a bigger look. Like take a step back kind of thing and like look at the situation. Yeah, look at like, like I know comparing it to other friendships is usually not the helpless option, but like I said with examples of you, when you like look at it through that retrospect, you're like, Mm-hmm. okay I see how it is that's fun yeah I'll move on with my life like you're like oh this one's so much better this is my favorite best friend and this is my other best no it's yeah. not that you're it's just, just like- the placeholder um yeah. I'm gonna go out and have fun with my other friends but thanks <laughs> thanks for the um Come again. Okay. thanks for the time thanks for you know whatever and I'm sick of it at this point I could be overreacting or being too impulsive with like being fed up with this kind of stuff but you know, I, I, I get some people don't respond, mm-hmm. you know, it takes them a while, but like, I know you're on your phone all the time because everyone in this, or in our generation is always on their phone. Don't lie to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, like, and it, it's also like, really just when there's like, a ch- cause like, don't get me wrong. Like I go through, like, there are some times where I, I'm more withdrawn and, and just kind of like, and that's something I mean, I'm, I'm working on, but I'm also realizing that's just also part of who I am, honestly, like, to a degree, yeah. like, sometimes where I'm more withdrawn and, and whatever, and I maybe just don't be, like, talking, so I just won't, and, and I do try to, like, I mean, everyone I know, 
I honestly try to just let them know it's not about you. Like I swear, like um, like if they text me anything important, I will absolutely make sure I answer. But sometimes if it's like something that doesn't really qu- require an answer, and I'm in that like mode. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And then and then sometimes I get anxious that I haven't answered for a few days, and I'm like, oh no, but if I answer now, it's gonna be worse. And then I wait, forget. It's been a month. Now I feel worse, and then I'm like, I'm just gonna push it away until I don't have to deal with it. Which yeah. That's that's a different thing, but <laughs> it's a it, it's a different thing because like like you said like if it's something just like ha ah, yeah the weather is nice like you don't really need to respond to that yeah but when you ask someone a question and then they just kind of don't answer it you're like mm, okay yeah thank and you yeah thank you so much like I'm just gonna really like I'll be honest here I'm not gonna like and I'm really trying not to be but I'm just like in a negative dark space right now. <laughs> And mm-hmm. I'm trying to like, like hop out of this black hole I'm like being sucked into, but mm-hmm. it's kind of hard. You know, I'm trying to look at the positives in life and everything. And I'm trying to do that. But, you know, the last like week and a half just have not been it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just not been it. It's just been like a lot at once. huh? Yeah. yeah. Like, mm, you know, thankfully it wasn't serious, but like my dad went into the hospital a few days what? ago. Wait, really? It wasn't serious. It was like, it was just like, they didn't really know what it was, but like all of his okay. organs are okay. Like his stomach and everything is okay. So they weren't really okay. sure. What, you know like, what I mean? Like, was he just in pain or? Yeah, it was. And it's something that happened like a few months ago. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. how much I should go into detail because I don't know if my dad wants me to like broadcast everything that was going oh, on. Oh, right. You can also, we could, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can tell you after. Sounds good. Sounds but, good. Sorry. You know, <laughs> That happened a few days ago. Okay. So, you know, that was stressful. And then, you know, after that happened, I lost my job. Yeah. And, you know, felt backstabbed by a friend at work, you know. So it's just like Dollars. it's dog piling on each other. And then now I've got this other friend who's just like, thanks for being the placeholder. Um, I'll check in, you know. Oh my God. Um, like I had a ritualistic burning of some stuff. Mm-hmm. not gonna name specifics I don't want to get myself in trouble here but I had a like well, we you know, saw it, know. You know and I had a ritualistic burning which is very yeah. cathartic and I felt better gotta release this, gotta release this, excuse me release the demons back into the atmosphere get out of my life get out of my room release the demons yeah yeah <laughs> uh, but you know it's just been like a dog pile and yeah. you know I was stressed out about my, literally and it was, there was no break like my car I was having problems with and that's all fake so I mean that's a positive I actually figured out what the real problem was is there was a little crack in the brake fluid that leaked moisture into the brakes and that's why they were arrested oh so that one little $40 brake fluid cap cost me $950 great it's so that wonderful yeah we got all that fixed oh and not to mention yesterday Otis got sprayed by a skunk oh no (laughs) like we were on a walk and it wasn't like we were in some farm town like we were like in the suburbs walking around there's skunks (laughs) and I don't even see the little was it cute though was it like the cutest little baby it was like a little it was I think it was a a younger skunk because they don't really have control of their spray but we were walking along the fence literally it went oh sorry excuse me I'm gonna head out now enjoy the stank (laughs) And I'm like, walk- oh, that smells funky. Oh my god. <laughs> and I guess this is the pros and cons of walking your dog late at night. Like I take them out at 10:30. Like I take them out at dusk. I don't mm-hmm. like people. Mm-mm. So that's when walk- I go for bike rides half the time. 
oh fuck yeah i don't want to be around you idiots delinquents no thanks (laughs) and we're walking along this fence and this fucking like otis like pressed his face into the skunk's face and scared the fuck out of the skunk and i managed oh my god no it wasn't like bambi at all with like the friendly (laughs) skunk no i saw I literally saw what he was sniffing and I was like, no, and I like yanked him away and I managed to yank him so his butt got sprayed and not his face. But my jacket got some of that. Oh. Um, it was when I got home, it was like 11:15 at night. And I was like so angry. Not I was like not angry at my dogs. Like I had my hissy fit and I put them outside. So I was like, you know, they don't need to be around my energy. Plus they Mm -hmm. plus he stinks like skunks, so we can't be in the house. But go outside. Don't deal with my energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't deal with that kind of stuff well because it was just like, oh my god, a fucking skunk. Okay, and like it's too much. It's like it gets overwhelming. I I understand. Yeah. And so then it was like, twelve <laughs> o'clock at night, and I'm almost like trying not to cry because I'm just so frustrated because I yeah. I didn't know what to do. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't have fucking tomato juice, and that doesn't even work. So what you're supposed to do if your dog gets sprayed by a skunk, mm-hmm. get a shit ton of baking soda. Dawn dish soap yeah. and some hydrogen peroxide. Good to know. Good don't to ever know. put it near their face, of course. If it gets sprayed no. in the face, yeah, don't use that. Don't do that. But it was on Does his it ass. Smell like weed? It's it like it's not weed. It's like chemical fumated weed. If anything, like oh, it just no. smells rotten. It's like if rotten eggs and weed were like, let's have a baby. <laughs> yeah, the waste of weed. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's very chemically and it's very like pungent it's like a slap in the face I'm like okay like it's not pukey but it's like it doesn't hit right like it got on my nose because I was trying to smell him and I was like wow this is what hell is I am here I've arrived yeah hell was like we're not playing today have fun visiting us for a few minutes bed and breakfast (laughs) in hell we'll call it crisp and burn that's the bed and breakfast in hell crisp and burn (laughs) <laughs> but here i am 12 like my mom meat. <laughs> literally i don't mean to keep talking over you i'm just doing my quick little vent and rant here um my mom was helping me but i was lashing out at everyone because i was so frustrated i'm trying to work on that but in this instance i was just so pissed so it's okay sometimes you get to the point where it's just everything's too much yeah <laughs> and this is like 12 o'clock at night um lit- i put way too much dawn dish soap in here by the way i just squirted that in there don't put too much dawn dish soap don't do it and I mixed it with like a little bit of hydrogen peroxide baking soda and dish soap and put water in it so it made a paste Mm -hmm. and then I used that paste and I scrubbed his ass and the left side of his body and it actually got the smell out like he doesn't stink good he had like a nice bath uh I brushed him I blow dried him um fed him and he was fine and meanwhile it's like 1 30 and I was like wow well, I was gonna go to bed early tonight but here I am getting in the shower and making a snack blow drying my dog in the middle of the night <laughs> yeah it's on my snap story he's actually super cute he's just letting yeah. me blow dry him he's like okay you fall he was falling asleep <laughs> oh so cute just a pure soft baby <sighs> see that's what I mean where I needed to like vent because it is just dog piled on me today and then this job I applied for at an interview today they emailed me right away like a couple hours after they're like yeah thanks for applying but you know we're gonna move forward with other people I'm like okay so I'm jobless um you know my dog is you know people are trash um it just 
it's a lot it gets overwhelming sometimes when when you like especially when things happen like in a short period of time you just look at it all and you're like so i got this 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 and this what the what did i sign up for where am i yeah. like this should be a chill time plus you know next week i got a paper that's due and i and i wrote you no know, 60 words today so i was like wow good for you heck yeah mm. nice but yeah i mean my problems might sound like superficial or like why are you complaining about that but you know what it's a lot and i'm and i'm you're allowed to complain about the things that happen in your life and i'm not trying to be a negative black hole so i'm trying to control it but like everything is an irritant to me right now and maybe that's why this issue not even issue this this you know placeholder friendship thing is like really like gnawing at me and poking a stick at me because I have so much time to perseverate on it and then like you know like you can I, talk to her about it I don't need you know what I thought about that but you know at the or same you can time journal. sorry or you can journal if you I think I need to, to journal her. more I think that's my problem I need to like put my harbor negative black hole thoughts into a, a, a safe place that does mm-hmm. not spread to other people you know so I should yeah. probably get back into journaling where I used to do it a lot Definitely. No, it's honestly, it's really helpful. It helps you, first of all, get those thoughts that are circling in your head out onto something. Mm-hmm. helps you work through the feelings. But then also, like, not, well, rationalize it. Yes, absolutely. And just make sense of it all. And then decide if you wanted to do anything about it. If not, then you can release it. You could burn it as a cathartic way to get rid of it. Like, you can do whatever yeah. you can do later. Like, yeah, because you don't have to. Like, if, if you're at a point where you're kind of like, I'm done with the friendship at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't yeah. have to talk about it. Um, but then you still get it out. Yeah, I I should do more cathartic things. I need to do maybe more activities. Like I want to do a craft or something. And you know what I mean? It's just, mm. I get in and out of dark, dark places really quick. Like I'll be fine for a while. And then your brain, like my brain will be like, oh, <laughs> time to hop back in there and sit and jump stew. right in. And we're going to stew for a few days. Mm-hmm. So you're just cranky. Well, honestly, one thing that really helps is just feel the feelings that you feel. If you feel pissed, feel it. If you feel sad, feel it. If you feel frustrated, feel it. Because at the end of the day, once you allow yourself to actually feel it and not be like, okay, I need to get over it or off or like whatever. Once you actually just sit there, feel it, even if it lasts maybe a day, maybe it lasts five days, maybe it lasts a week, but it'll go away and it'll go away a lot faster than it normally would have. Because I, oh my gosh, trust me, the amount of times I've sat ruminating, I mean, I still ruminate. I, abs- I I will never stop ruminating. But it, it used to get to such a point that it, I would just sit in my room on my bed, just like the hours and days and weeks and months that would pass of just like in my own fucking shit. And it's because like, you know, sometimes it's more comfortable there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and also thinking, okay, I'm just going to move on from it. I'm just going to push it out and whatever. And then you're like, but it's still in there. Yeah, I don't think we're taught how to, like, from a young age, I don't think we're taught how to process stuff like that. I think we're taught to just let it go. And I get let it go. But once you've, yeah, like, first process it, let it go. and sorry, I'm, I'm opening up some dark chocolate right now. Um, and, you know, maybe I am too impulsive. Maybe I'm just reading way too deep between the lines and there's actually nothing wrong. And I am just overlooking things and overanalyzing everything because I tend to do that because of all the shit that I've dealt with with friends where, like, they low-key gaslight me. And I mean that in the sense mm-hmm. that, like, they don't validate your feelings. They make, your feel- make you feel like you're, sorry, I'm cracking some chocolate. I need some. 
it's dark chocolate that's healthy relax everyone just relax for my health it's okay you know like like for example with the gaslighting is like you know when you in my whole high school graduation that whole fucking thing you know where it's just like oh we never made like solid plans anyway and like you know I don't know why you're upset about this we never made plans mm-hmm. it's like don't that's gaslighting right yeah fair yeah absolutely and, and I mean the- yeah go ahead go ahead yeah. and all of that is so so valid and one thing that I've found is honestly like that's just where you have to then heal you, that stuff for you because here's the thing I'm not saying that like I I don't know like you could be exactly right um that it is something or or it could be the past traumas that are that are you know impacting how things feel now which is totally normal and valid but then you know it's like when once you work through those things you can you can better identify when okay this is this is my overthinking coming in okay let me it's okay it's there but okay I know what this is um compared to it being maybe something that is something that's happening in the relationship that you do need to communicate for it to be better. Because there are certain times where maybe your friend is doing something to, that hurts you that they don't know that they're doing, but you need to communicate that for them to know. And it yeah. could be something like that where it is an issue that is worth bringing up and talking about. But there are times, and, and this is something that I, I did deal with in a friendship where they, bring, they brought up everything and anything. And, and when I say, that's not me dismissing because at the end of the day, you can't get mad that I was breathing and it made you upset or like, you, like it was, mm-hmm. it, was it wasn't that, but it, it gets to a point where it's things like that, where it's like, okay, like I want to be understanding and listen to you, but also like, I'm not like, I'm not doing anything. Like, she, like one thing was, for example, this is just an example, just to make yeah. it less broad. Um, I, on my Instagram stories, I just normally post either political, especially now political things. But before I would just be like, if I found like a pretty picture or like a cool person, like someone doing something cool that I like, yeah. it was just something that I found on, on Instagram. It was never like specifically my friends personally. And I post all my friends content specifically and she draws, but she, it's not like, that's not her main thing right now. She just posts some pictures here and there of like some drawings that she's done in passing. So, you know, and I love them. Like I, me and her talk, like I've told her how amazing I think they are all the time. I don't post them on my story. I don't post any of my friends' stuff on my story, really. Like, unless there's something that's happening or a spe- like, if I feel like there's something specific, but that's just not what I do. And I'm all for bringing up if if something's making you uncomfortable or or there's something that I can quote unquote do to a degree. But like, bringing up now that oh, you don't post my stuff and like, I feel like is is that like a dig against me and. I'm all for communicating if you have things that you're overthinking to a degree, but like within reason. Yeah. That is not, that's like, not within reason. Well, it, it, it's not that you can't feel like that, but like, if you're always bringing up things like that and, and there's multiple things like this all the time on the regular, like I can't, that's not sustainable. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Yeah. And I, I like, I like how you're saying that. And I really just want to touch back on like your journal thing. I was like, you know, that's a really good point. So any advice that I think yeah. Emma and I could give people for this part of the segment mm-hmm. would be like, think about it for a day or two and then think about if you want to act on it. You know what I mean? Like think that's, about if you're actually upset with it or if it's yes. just something that's like disappointing to you. Or, or something that it's not even disappointing, but just maybe is your own thing to mm-hmm. deal with. Because that's, I have it like, it's not up to me to post every drawing you happen to post on your, like, that's not me being a bad friend. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? That's no, it's not on you to deal with and work through, not on me to now. I, I have no part in this. This is a you thing. The same way that if I've got something that is not fully like it's it's just about me and it's it's just my thing, it's not fair for me to then impose that on people. I I that's not saying that if you have certain things that that people need to be aware of that you shouldn't communicate that. That is not what I'm saying. Please do that all the time. Advocate for yourself all the time. And if you have people that fight you on your boundaries and and you trying to advocate for yourself that's not healthy that's not okay and mm-hmm. I'm not talking about that but like that also comes with the personal responsibility of understanding which things are worth it and which things are like not someone else's like worth exploring yeah not even worth exploring but sometimes they're just not someone else's problem yeah you know what I mean like they're just not something that someone else need. like that's just not part of a relationship that someone else owes you like that's just not something that you like they can do it for you that's great but it's not like a requirement of yeah that's just like your own thing you know what Mm -hmm. I mean and that comes with work and like we all have things like that that some of them are rational needs and wants from other people and some of them are like okay now maybe I'm being a bit codependent or or like and we like a lot of us have codependency traits and 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 habits that we don't realize like when you really step back and examine honestly a lot of like relationships like you just realize like oh okay oh okay I can notice this I can notice this okay maybe I did mm-hmm. this was what they were doing and oh this is how I reacted and oh because of my past trauma from this this is why I do this and it, it's a lot of unpacking it's a lot of work and it's seemingly never-ending um yeah it, it helps because it, it really does you have you just have to work on where you need to advocate for yourself and create healthy boundaries for other people or for, or for yourself around other people you know what I mean Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it stems from now that we're doing like inward psychiatric eval- evaluations <laughs> on ourselves. Yes. I think it stems from like this, I don't want to say fantasy because that sounds weird. Like not, I, I would say fantasy about like how I want a friendship to be like, you know, let's hang out all the time. Let, let's plan stuff. Let's do stuff. Totally. You know. I want to feel like I'm a priority and I always want my friends to feel like they're a priority. You know what I mean? Cause I always want to treat my friends how I would want to be treated. Like, you know, if they're having a shit day or if they need to go out and like, you know, I can come pick you up or we can go do this. Like I'll bring ice cream. You know what I mean? It's just like <sighs> reciprocation is a really good feeling. Absolutely. You know, and, and something that I've definitely learned is it's, it's, uh how do how do I put this into this is a very large topic but I'm gonna say it is whatever the older you get mm, you realize not every friendship is for you mm-hmm. and that's not a dig against people because yeah. it's not that people are old these people are all bad no because even the friends that I'm not friends with like especially one I mean in certain ways she was a great friend to me don't get me wrong. I'm not excusing some of the racist shit that I didn't notice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in terms of certain things, she was a great friend in some ways. And and I was also a good friend. Like, I, I was I was there. I listened. I, I cared. I was support. Like, you know what I mean? And vice versa. Like, we were there for each other. But that doesn't excuse the unhealthy things, too. You know? Yeah. And also, not only that, then you also realize, especially who I am now, Mm, bitch the amount of times I've changed and evolved at this point and not that's not me being like <laughs> I'm an evolved creature now bitch no the fuck I'm still dumb I still don't know stuff not I'm not dumb but there's still stuff that I don't know I'm not all like no 
but in saying that like who I am now isn't like in how do I say this for someone to be I guess like super close like it's just a different type of person it's just not the same people as what I would have wanted in friendship before yeah you know what I mean and that's fair I think that's important I think it's important to do self-reflection when it comes to friendships Mm -hmm. and and yourself yeah like self like self-reflection like of yourself in the friendship be like well is this what I want out of you know what I mean it's a whole complex thing and also what role that I was playing like what things I was also allowing because at the end of the day I I choose what I allow in my life I choose who's around me I choose what behaviors are acceptable and not acceptable for me Mm -hmm. so at the end of the day like it's not my fault maybe that people have been not maybe it's not my fault that people have treated me badly however choosing to continue to stay somewhere where that is happening is yeah. a choice like it's not saying that you choose <coughs> you don't choose to have you know bad treatment but you do have you know your legs or I'm not I'm not trying to that's not me trying to say like if you don't have your legs to get up and walk out you can't walk out but you know we do have free will like yeah at, at the end of the day eventually you do have to choose yourself hopefully yeah <laughs> No, I like that sentiment. Choose yourself. Choose your own happiness at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not selfish day, to put yourself first. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, it's really not selfish because at the end of the day, like, how can you be anything to anyone else if you don't even, like, like you or you don't even accept mm-hmm. you or you don't even know you? And that's not saying that you have to be, like, healed to, like, quote-unquote, find love or all that whatever crap. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you want to be in something healthy, including friendships, relationships, whatever it may be, family relationships like work relationships if you want to be in anything truly healthy you do have to fucking work on yourself period because you can't control how other people treat you you can control how you move through the world though yeah and uh i think covid this past year goddamn has definitely put an interesting spin on friendships and how much they mean and that personal connection and i think it just like I have had more time to spiral and perseverate on things than I would if I was at school and working. You know what I mean? Like there's more time to stew mm-hmm. so, and that's not healthy. So and that's where you have to kind of like force yourself to like something that I know I struggled with a lot was not like almost becoming like not a person when I wasn't around my friends. And I'm not saying like this is you, but um, where I, and this is, this kind <laughs> I'm not going to say, I can't even explain all the reasons that probably caused this, but I definitely like just become like not a person when I'm not around other people. Like I don't really do a whole bunch. Not now I do. And like, I go through (coughs) peaks and like, I used to be like really active as a kid, but like, you know, it's like when I wasn't around my friends or we weren't doing stuff, like I didn't feel that same drive to like do my stuff. Like I would still be productive to a degree, but like, I don't know I was like when I was alone I was like I'm bored like I've got nothing to do but then I really had to like realize like wait a minute you can be your own I'm my own best friend yeah (laughs) like literally like I can go out and do the things that I like like figure out what I like try new things like I just bought rollerblades I'm gonna rollerblade oh yeah like you know what I mean I just was like holy shit no wonder you don't have hobbies you don't do anything alone Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I, I agree that I think it's important during COVID to like 
life sound is like focus on what you want to do like you don't just because someone else doesn't want to do it with you doesn't mean that you can't do it exactly and that's where you'll find people who want to do the same things as you because you'll be out doing the things that you like to do because also think about like this when you're alone you don't have to compromise and that's not saying that compromising isn't great because I love give me an idea of what to do let's go do it I'm down um but if you go out doing the things that specifically you like and like it's about you and you happen to meet people out doing those same things, boom, that could be the next healthy friendship for you. You don't know. Bonus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is a good segment. I feel like I got a lot of frustration alleviated yes. from my soul. Good. So, it's a release. <laughs> it is. This, and I've been waiting to do this because I feel bad. Like I, I have a tendency to like repeat the same goddamn thing to the same people over and over We're again because I'm trying to like thank you it's not just me do you know how many times people have been like you've told me this story and I'm like have I (laughs) I don't know really like no I'm telling you the story differently now like it's different from the last time nothing has changed since I last told it apparently (laughs) yeah but it's like it's a way of like processing it and sometimes you just kind of got to get over it like I mean I did bring up that high school traumatic graduation but it's been processed and I have like emotionally detached myself from that person mm-hmm. fully and completely. And I feel better, you know, like Absolutely. once you like really process something and like understand that it's okay to let it go and let mm-hmm. that person go with it, mm-hmm. girl, honey, sweaty, you're going to feel a whole <laughs> lot better. Absolutely. No, literally it, it really does help. And like, once you like yeah like process those feelings and really just understand I feel like what happened and when you can look at it objectively and understand you know your part in it or or what just where everyone could grow kind of thing you're like okay cool because then you can really detach because you're not it's not through the lens of all of the emotion you know of the time Mm -hmm. hell yeah and that's not by the way when I say you're part in it for any of this it's in the sense of like not that necessarily because there's times where yeah you can look at this black and white I'm not necessarily in the wrong um but reflection of just like okay but where did I go wrong you know what I mean yeah like okay maybe I didn't have to I didn't I don't have to continue (laughs) yeah (laughs) right I can cut it off when I see a red flag. This isn't bad. That's not a bad thing. You don't mm-hmm. have to give people chances. <laughs> yeah. You know, something like that. Like, that's where I mean that part. Because not that you can't, you can also do stuff wrong, though, because it is important to acknowledge that, bitch, we ain't perfect. You can have great intentions and, intentions and still do the wrong thing. I've done it for sure. <laughs> like, who hasn't? The fuck? <laughs> just saying (laughs) because I know some people get on like that like accountability (laughs) line but like the accountability is just for everyone else and not themselves and you're like okay hold on sweaty (laughs) you're like uh mm, back that tonka trunk up for a minute here like we all fucked up let's be honest we all yeah don't try and walk around like (laughs) fucking queen shiva over here acting like you the untouchable one fuck you girl you a mess I'm a mess you they a mess but we're all hopefully we're all trying we're not all, but the effort should be there. I should see it. Mm-hmm. 
so yeah th- this was a good segment you know expect the next few podcasts where I'm still like bitter about you know me getting the boot the that respectable was. um terminated without cause boot mm-hmm. because you the more like the more I think about this one person that was involved the more I'm like like angry you know like it wasn't the manager that held the awkward zoom meeting it's just someone else in the sphere where I'm like hmm thanks like okay thank you Mm, that's great thank you I've known you for seven years and this is what happens thank you (laughs) was involved in some major life events but thank you like appreciate Mm. it yeah but yeah y'all expect my I'm not because I don't want this to turn into a black hole podcast where I'm just a negative fucking bitch all the time but just be prepared just for a little bit you know yeah feel the feelings thank you Emma thank you for validating my feelings and not being like just just get over it just stop it no that's the worst thing you can do because you'll never get over it no like get over it bitch if you try to just push them away (laughs) sure for the bit you might think it's gone just wait it'll come back trust me I thought you could ever run that shit you can't (laughs) you can't like the amount of times that so many of us have been in therapy and said something and therapist is like wait what and you're like it's fine I'm fine I don't give a shit give it like mm, five years (laughs) you'll give a shit and be like oh Mm. (laughs) I do give a fuck time to work on that time to work on that one <laughs> time to explore that a little and just deep dive right into it so we can tick that motherfucker off the list <laughs> where i want it to be <laughs> hell yeah oh my god it's just a weird part it's just a weird stage in life where you know because it's frustrating and it's sad and it's hurtful and Fuck that company who did that to me. I'm not going to name them because, you know, I don't know. There's dumbass who probably trying to sue me. But, you know, that's the sentiment today. Just just angry and stewing in my bitterness and trying to isolate myself in my room and be away from people so I don't have to, like, spread that cancerous bitterness mm-hmm. to everyone else. And just been watching Shit's Creek all day and nice. just, you know, watching David thrive and, you know, me just being like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh. Honestly, that whole like <laughs> staying away from people when you're feeling the feelings, I feel that because that, no, that's why I know I'm I need to live alone, especially like if I ever end up with someone, girl, you better believe we're gonna have two separate rooms completely because I need if not wings of the house. Um, <laughs> oh my god, beauty and the beast. I vibes. genuinely need my space, like I, I, and it's it's not a thing about anyone, like no matter who it is. I don't want to be around you all the time because I want to be alone uh, if I'm like home, not all the time, but uh, like uh, there's going to be a good amount of time. <laughs> That's just how I am. <laughs> Where you just need to have your own space and do your own thing. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And like sit alone because even sitting with other people and unless I'm sitting with someone who understands like the whole, it's not rude if I'm seriously not talking and making no facial expressions off into the distance, like, or doing my own thing on my phone, like, and ignore, like, it's not about you. It's just that I'm, I don't want the expectation to have to talk. I don't want the expectation to have to listen to what you're going to say. Not because I don't care normally, but because sometimes I get in a mo- mode where I just don't want to hear what anyone's talking about because I don't want to listen. I just don't want to listen. Like, I don't want to use my ears. I don't want, I don't want to use my physical body for anything other than like looking at something or reading. Like 
And that's not against anyone, but people will take it personally as if it's them, but it's like, no, human life. I'm done with it right now. <laughs> yeah, no. No? Yeah, that's okay. And that is okay. Yeah. Because it's like, it's not that I'm trying to be rude that I don't want to listen to you. It's just that right now I can't. <laughs> right now I'm just fed up with it and I just need my own fucking space. Okay, respect. And it's not even space. like I'm mad though necessarily normally. It's just I get in the mode of just not needing. But then if you do try to talk to me, not because by the way, this is only when I'm home. You know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this would only happen if I was home or living with someone type of thing. Like, yeah. I mean, I get low energy around my friends, but like, I won't just straight up be like, stop talking. <laughs> like, that's not what I'm at. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Why are you talking <laughs> to me like that? Did I say you could speak. It's like, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I might get low energy and be like, okay, I think I need to go home now. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm not like, but it's like, if I'm like staying somewhere, like I just get to a point where I just, I just don't have any, like I, I can't mask anymore. Like I have nothing left kind of thing. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. it's not a personal thing. I just can't. <laughs> yep. All right. We're at about an hour here. So we're going to move on to the next segment. Thanks for letting me vent and ranch and, you know, get through those things. And um, I appreciate it. <clears throat> I hope the journaling goes well for you. Thank you. I hope it does too. We're going to try and make time for that and do some other activities and lessons to try and stay sane. Yes. And if you Google journal prompts, like writing prompts, we'll give you some good ones. Oh, I don't know why I'm all coughing. Sorry, Mm -hmm. y'all. Yeah, I'm just, that's all I got to say on that. So we're going to take like, a like a sharp u-turn in a school zone on oh. the designated hours you're not supposed to do a u-turn we're gonna talk about some serious shit that went down in canada this some yeah. fucked up shit it's that's really some, like just disgusting and mm-hmm. just it's genuinely makes you feel icky um well it's just it's just it's it's at this point it's it's just exhausting like yeah how many <clears throat> people are going to die at the hand of another racist with us thoughts and prayers exactly again with the thoughts and prayers and with our goofy prime minister getting on his knees i thought <laughs> my again. man trudeau spent more time on his knees than doing shit i'm sorry girl he spent more time on his knees than jenna jameson no <laughs> <laughs> Off the president is that that girl oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn she made bank okay she did work in her time so oh yeah no shade to her no shade no, at all no this is not me shading sex workers or or um oh hell no we're just we're just comparing the two apples it's just to, amazing you know, apples how our apples been on his knees more <laughs> yeah um so to give context no this is gonna yeah I mean, we should maybe apply a trigger warning when we hear about, like, racism and xenophobia and all that stuff, but in London, Ontario, there was uh, a Muslim family who was out for a walk, and this disgusting white trash, redneck, white supremacist, like, I'm warning you guys, it's gonna get dark, like, literally drove up on the sidewalk and ran them all over, and I can't even, like, hate you have to have in your heart to do something like that it's, it's disgusting overwhelming people like that and there was one survivor and i was just reading um apparently he he was a nine-year-old boy out of the family and he survived 
Yeah. But apparently he woke up today and his whole family is gone. It's unimaginable because like the fact that one person with so much hate can like create so much loss and destruction. And the fact that we we live in a stolen country that facilitates and allows people to get away with things like that and like not truly get punished. And the fact that all that they're talking about is hopefully passing a law to stop hate against Muslim people. I'm sorry. What the fuck is that going to do? And you guys are also only just talking about passing some fucking made up law that you're not going to actually pass. And also what change is that? Like it's the whole thoughts and prayers thing. What does that do? It is nothing. It's just that whole thing with like, you know, I think this is a, I think this is a topic that bleeds into the whole problem here with minorities in Canada and not giving a shit about any of them and just putting on this face value. Like I'm going to take a knee is, you know, like look at, look at Justin Trudeau, for example, who says he wants reconciliation with Indigenous people, yet takes Indigenous kids to court. Also, the, like, the word, at this point, reconciliation, like, burn the whole, like, the whole act is garbage. The whole It's tainted. It's tainted. Like, the word should be something. But it's just tainted at this point, because and I, this is where my management meet thing comes in where you know the ndp passed uh, a motion in parliament to you know pretty much call out justin trudeau taking indigenous kids to court and survivors to court yeah um and trudeau didn't even bother to vote like the whole liberal party stayed like they didn't vote yay or nay <clears throat> so it's like how can you, it's like, almost like the liberals are like actually conservatives i think the liberals like are actually like racist no I, they are they're racist and, and they're conservative. They're just and, pretending. They want to get the vote. It's just That's sickening. Yeah, like Trudeau is definitely not, you know, for Indigenous people at all. No, it's all performative. This <laughs> is why the performative activ- activism and all this performative allyship is bullshit for white people. For the ma- And I'm not saying every single one, since y'all love to get your feelings hurt, but the majority, and that is not a fucking lie or a stretch, but the vast majority, it's all performative. Because all you want to do is quote-unquote care until something happens that you don't like or or your allyship is only there as long as we come to you on bended knee with our tone being fucking right the Uh -uh. allyship is only there when it's convenient exactly when it's and when it's it's a fucking hobby yeah because you get to opt in and out oh i'm here to be an activist today let's be an activist yeah but then also today though i don't want to be any other day just today as long as you're not rude to me, though, because if you're rude to me, then I will not be here to support you. You must be nice to me. And not even a rude activist, just an outspoken activist who's pissed off. Like, how dare you? Don't you dare show that you're frustrated. Don't you dare mm. show that you're angry. You or I'm not going to help. You have to be happy. You got to be passive. And if I give you a breadcrumb that's moldy, you better take it because you won't be getting yeah. any other breadcrumb. It's like, excuse me, what ally? Sh- bitch, I don't want it because it's, first of all, fake. And girl, trash trash okay like and it's really frustrating because there's so many people blinded by it and so many people who just don't do the freaking work they're not actively learning about the history the true history they're not actively like pushing um our politicians to to do the right thing and hold um hold them accountable accountable and actually look at all of the grounds of the schools and start doing that now i mean 
like it's all. I think the Catholic Church needs to pay for every fucking residential school that they were involved in, and every other like and sister there's also minority that... other Christian religion, whatever the fuck, needs to take money out of their pockets, mm-hmm. and the government needs to be like, okay, all this we need all this money from you because we all know these fucking religious institutions have this money because they don't get taxed, they don't get mm-hmm. taxed, and they need they to get start to being taxed their on money. Top of it. Yeah. It's bullshit. Realistically, we should just dismiss. I mean, I'm fucking that. It's just it's so annoying. What? Okay, the thing about all of this that gets so frustrating for me is like we all talk about wanting shit to end. We all fucking complain and hem and haw and oh, this is so unfair. And especially specifically fucking white people who talk about yeah. oh my gosh, this is so terrible. Oh, I hate working. My life is so hard. I can afford a down payment for my house and my parents are fine. But like, oh, our lives are so hard because I am gay. Anyways, all of y'all who love to complain about how terrible the world we live in is, and oh, it's so terrible that there's so many hate crimes going on, and all oh, these people are dying, and all these kids that we found under the ground. Oh, this is all so terrible. Why the fuck aren't we fixing the problem? I think I was thinking about that. Why aren't we facing the root of the fucking problem? Let's stop complaining about some dumb shit. Not some dumb shit, because this isn't dumb. This is all incredibly important. But, like, why are we complaining about it and doing nothing to solve it? I'm not saying put a band-aid. I'm saying solve it. Because this whole one-off fucking shit is stupid. (laughs) It's stupid. I was thinking about that today. I was like, why do people not want this change and I, I was thinking about it almost like they're conservative because they're conserving things and i think that a lot of people whether they're conservative or not are very like habitual and like don't like change a lot of people are so reluctant to change even because they lose good. their privilege yeah and, and it's just like Girl, stop being a goddamn ostrich. Get your head out of the sand. You're not an ostrich. You you are not. You're a human being. Mm-hmm. You can't just close your eyes and pretend that this is an issue because a Muslim family getting run over because they're Muslim is an issue. I think that... It's horrendous. I think a start would be if you're racist and you commit a racist hate crime, the penalty is more serious than a couple years in jail. Like, you should be put on um, a racist terrorist list. You should be <clears throat> pretty much treated almost as serious as, like, a pedophile would, where you have to go inform people that, you know, I've committed mm-hmm. a serious hate crime. And Honestly, should... you shouldn't be allowed in the public at this point. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. I don't, I mean, I don't think with... we should have prisons anymore. I do think we should have, like, holes for specifically evil people. Just throw them in the fucking hole. But, like... For anyone else, prisons should not be a thing. They are terrible. But holes for evil people like him are a great option. I think, like, like having a place for people who can't be in society is important, like murderers. Yeah, a hole with spikes. Yeah, pedophiles, um, racist, like, super hateful people like that who commit heinous crimes. Like, it's one thing to be hateful and, like, keep it to yeah, like it's it's one thing to be hateful and like keep that self internalize that fucking whatever, just keep it to yourself. But when you're so hateful, where you literally go to kill people, like that's where you should be excluded from society. You can't function. You're like the most basic principle, primal way I can put this is you're a danger to the herd, and you should be removed from it. 
because you obviously have proven that you can't function around other people. So you don't deserve to. You don't deserve to have the luxuries of a, a society of being a part of something. You don't get to profit off of that and live off of that. Like you should be. But excluded. we also live in a society that facilitates and accepts and actually uplifts those people. The like we live in like living under capitalism is literally living under white supremacy. I don't know why anyone's surprised that it's fucking thriving. We are literally living like everything we've been taught has been through the fucking white supremacist gaze through the misogynist gaze like everything from the fucking foundation up was created from white supremacy and and was created to keep people enslaved at least in some fucking way to keep them making money so it's like that's what i'm saying when everyone's like how did this happen well if you open your fucking eyes and take a look outside, all this fucking bullshit is it. Like, the corruption is in front of us all. I don't understand how we're like, what are we going to do? Cut it out. Like the cancer that it is. Mm-hmm. Because we have <coughs> options and systems in place that would work. And like, it's not all the way one thing, but like, there's so many books that outline this. Like, if like the thing is, the reason that I here's the thing I don't straight up have like the book list off the top of my head but not only that the fact that I can easily find this information out means that any fucking buddy can so Google it's not is my a wonderful thing pile a list for you it is not my job to get every name like don't get me wrong that's helpful that's great and I will do that sometimes but at the same time it's really not my fucking job to ever do it because I fucking found it myself yeah <clears throat> it's definitely very frustrating topic because people just you lump it in it's the same thing with people who are like anti-maskers they just don't care about the well-being of others it's the same people who are just passive they just don't care about the well-being of others and And honestly sorry go ahead sorry sorry no it's just they just um not profit off of other people's pain but it it, it's pretty much like that you know Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that was my thought. Sorry, that was it. It, it like sounded better in my head, and I said it out loud. I was like, eh. no, no, no. Um, I forget. Honestly, I for- I ha- oh shit, but I did have a, oh, I have a point. Wait, wait what mean, did you say again? Uh, people profiting off other people' pain, or like benefiting from, or just trying to make a scene, kind of thing with people who are anti-maskers. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. So what it is too? It's don't get me wrong; those are absolutely the people. But you know who else are the people? And something that a lot of people really don't see. And don't get me wrong; the more I've realized it a ton, especially like the past few months. But I, I think I've always known. But you know, you unfortunately you when you're in a full delusion when that's everything around you you kind of are in the delusion until you're not right but the same people who are quote-unquote these like leftist liberals these these white liberals who say that they're allies most of them are exactly the same as these people who are quote-unquote anti-maskers yeah maybe you care about wearing a mask and quote-unquote doing your part in these things but you don't care about actually ending the systematic racism that we face you don't care about the disproportionate um like wealth disparities between like races the fact that like we don't have the same access to just about everything so no you can't call yourself 
anything really because you don't actually care about others you cared about something that will affect you because covid is something that we are all completely in and can feel the quote-unquote effects from so that's when everyone's like oh my gosh we need to make sure things are accessible all of a sudden people can work from home Hmm. all of a sudden things are accessible for other people all of a sudden we're caring about um like captions on certain things like hmm, only because now white people are dealing with it so that's the issue that we're all having is you only care until a certain point. Because if you genuinely cared, you'd actually be fighting the hardest to dismantle the systems that you guys put in place, that you guys profit off of, that you guys benefit from and continue to benefit from. But no, you don't want to be a little bit uncomfortable. So it's all bullshit because I don't care that you care about COVID. What are you doing to end this fucking inequality because we are fucking dealing with it every fucking day. Do you know how much trauma we are dealing with in our everyday fucking lives? And now we have to go on top of it, fight for our fucking freedom, our liberation, our fucking, not equality, because we don't want what you have, okay? But not only that, then we have to do our community outreach to each other, somehow fund it when we're already underprivileged and underserved and don't have the, the same familial wealth, okay? Mm. so no I don't accept that they care because they don't yeah I can't. and for some reason like this could be an appropriate connection or not but something that popped in my head when you're talking about like mm-hmm. people caring about the equality of others or the liberation of others like I mean there's a place where you can and can't stick your nose in but if you look at a place like for example China and I don't know if you've like seen the circulating mm-hmm. rumors recently that have come out about China but somehow, I know that like more people died in like the camps, um, the Muslim like Uyghur people. Yeah, have died more than in um the Holocaust. Is that what you're talking about? It, I was gonna allude to that as well, but for some reason, like I don't know if you've seen what's been going on recently in like tabloids and people are almost panicking about it. Is like where COVID came from and how like. Like, no one really took COVID seriously because it wasn't something that was happening here. Like, there was, like, mm-hmm. thousands of people dying in China, and everyone yep. was, like, whatever. You know, that's their fault. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in reality, like, this could be just conspiracy theory. This could all just be, like, fluff. But I just thought I would talk about it because I think you'd be interested in this, too, is, like... Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't know how like authentic these articles are because they are coming from like clickbait sort of tabloid, but there's been like numerous of them. So you know what I mean? So take it with a grain of salt. Um, but the idea like, you know, China was experimenting with this disease and had the help from the United States regarding this experiment, like, like seeing how oh, it would mutate and everything. And then it's just str- like... Well, they're they're already using biological warfare. They're already using plastics in our food. They're already, like, and also when people think that we're not in, like, a time of revolution, like, how did people know that they were in a time of revolution? Because if you look at what the government's fucking doing to us, the surveillance, the invasive bullshit, like, yeah, (laughs) the fact that the environment is collapsing and they don't care, (laughs) okay. It's just, it's just disgusting that, that aspect of it with the environment. It's just, you know, it's just that selfish aspect of, you know, money is more important. And I hate when, like, yep. <clears throat> like you said, when we praise mediocrity, especially from the environment, like, oh, like, 
sorry, I've got like some dark chocolate brewing around in my mouth and it's not going away. Um, <laughs> it's brewing. It's sticking in the back of my throat and it's like, fuck your problems today, Vanessa. I'm going to choke today. <laughs> You're going to choke and die. How dare you talk about this and that. <laughs> not this and that. <laughs> this and that. This and that. This buddy. and that. This and that. He, yeah, hell yeah, is, um, I done it again. Oh, she done it. I was too fucking mouthy, too healthy to myself. Oh, uh, what no. was I talking about? I'm so sorry because my brain went, uh uh-huh, and that's all I remember, <laughs> and I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, it's okay. I think we are just talking about, like, <clears throat> oh, you know, <clears throat> praising mediocrity with politicians. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry, like we're gonna praise Trudeau for taking a knee. Um, yeah. What? We're gonna praise, you know, all these world leaders agreeing not to pollute. Um, no. What? <laughs> we're gonna praise so and so for doing this stupid media <clears throat> mediocre thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna praise Justin Trudeau for talking about putting fresh water reserves, but he's you know not what? It's doing it exactly right. But you know what the equivalent of that is? You know what I just realized what and you know how like in terms of like dating right Mm -hmm. especially specifically if you're dating men like straight men (laughs) specifically um but I mean realistically this is true I just feel like anyways but how like if they say oh I'm gonna do something for you right their actions don't match up they ain't consistent they ain't doing none of it would you then be like oh but he said that he would you'd be like um what the fuck he's not doing a damn thing that he said the fuck what yeah, the fact that you're gonna hold your done? romantic, you're, you're gonna hold your romantic interest accountable, but you know right. when people are getting murdered or not, like lip, we're just like, like at, much, at a loss of what to do. What do I do? What can I hold yeah. them fucking accountable? Would be one. You know, it's like I think Especially people's ability to empathize is like limit. Sorry. Sorry. No. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just okay. gonna say I think people's ability to em- to empathize is limited because we've talked about this before people just live in their own bubble and they don't want to come out of their bubble because coming out of that bubble is like well what's in it for me like what does it mean like liberating minority groups like indigenous people and black people what's in it for me oh nothing i'm just gonna zip up my bubble it's like have fun i don't have the time right now i'm like super busy so i'm how about this i just got out of a relationship and i'm working on me I'm just focusing on me oh. right now. Um, it's, I've been my doing therapist so much. It's really important for me. I'm doing to break a lot my generational of curse. A, a lot of reflecting, and I and I like, man, your generational curse is the colonizers that you are. Um, like anyway. people don't realize the power <laughs> of like using your voice and like signing a petition. Not only I that, send, calling the representatives, sending them emails, like, letting them know who you're you don't have to like storm down to city center every single day and throw eggs at them. Like there's more power in there, well, there's just as they much could. power They're white. in that. They won't get shot. Yeah, like I saw white people I, get to have their anti-masker protests, but when BLM had their protests, little Mr. Oh, was like, yeah, I want to talk law that you weren't allowed to protest on any city grounds mm, almost like there's a fucking privilege being white almost like y'all should be the ones screaming the fucking loudest uh for sorry real, i'm just saying i just want i'm to not touch- sorry no sorry. don't be sorry that's why we are working on that initiative here we're not sorry <laughs> otis what what are you barking at sorry he's like uh, bitch boy can't here that's what let he's me mad he's mad with you he's like i'm angry too i'm a dog and i'll do something 
Oh, it's Jesus. I think he hears something outside the door. He's like, what's that? Um, Dead night. <laughs> real quick, I wanted to touch on anti-maskers. I was, you know, I'm not going to name where, somewhere in Alberta, a location. And I was just, you know, doing my thing, getting a cup of coffee or sorry, chai tea latte because I don't drink coffee. And there was an anti-mask protest and I got in a verbal dispute with a Karen. It was pretty great. Yeah. I like looked at her and I was like I like looked at her and I was wearing my mask outside because you know it's populated where I was walking and they're like breathe the fresh air stop being sheep and of course like they're all white and I looked at this one woman and I was like you're fucking stupid I don't want to catch your disgusting Mm. disease and she was like you're wearing a mask outside breathe the fresh air you're outside and she was just like oh my god all these people wearing masks outside oxygen's not getting to their brain and I just looked at her like you're fucking stupid and I kept walking and she kept like hackling at me and just gave her the finger and I was like oh I wish Emma would (laughs) have been there hell yeah flip that stupid idiot off honestly that story it reminded me of um when we went on the weekend to that thing remember that oh, yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay and we were walking through that part of uh the down middle anyways we were just walking anyways and there was an older um he was he was an asian man he was like 80, 80s or 90s okay so elderly right yeah because we live in fucking alberta <laughs> <laughs> in their fucking suv bullshit drives by saying you don't need a fucking mask you're sitting outside 80 and like screams at him aggressively i can't even remember what else they said but they were like mad aggressive towards him oh the way i almost turned around and tried to fight that moving vehicle i couldn't even catch it but i was like i was like i would have jumped in front and just hide my way through that windshield well because why are you screaming at, at an elderly man alone on a on a bench like and wrong with you like who to, does that to make it more disgusting it was like an elderly asian man so it was asian yeah. targeted hate like mm-hmm. excuse me like why the fuck like i'm minding my own business just wearing mm-hmm. he's minding his own business wearing his mask like getting ready for you know and i like i'm not gonna take credit for the thought because someone worded it beautifully but uh, i can't remember where i think i heard it on it from a d'angelo wallace video but it was like this article about Lana Del Rey and it was like wearing a mask is synonymous to human decency, kindness, and like respect for others. And I was like, so the people who don't wear masks are like just that they don't care about other people. They don't have respect for people. And you know, I mean, that's pretty obvious at this point, but that old man is just trying to do his part. No, literally. And also why do you care what someone else does? I do not care if I see someone on their walk in the middle of an empty park with a mask on. Cause guess what? I don't give a shit. That's not infringing on my life. You're not doing Please. anything to bug me. Be like, safe. do you? Like, don't get me wrong. If I'm on a park alone, or like a big open park with like very few people, I'm not wearing a mask. No, I'm not. Um, because I'm outside and alone. But I don't care if someone else is. Like, what? But also, I am about to wear a mask if there are people like right around me. The fuck? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You like that? Fucking rats. I'm just. It's just it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Otis, I know you're angry too. I know he's like he's like riled up. He's like, I want my voice to be heard too. I'm here too. He's chirping over here. He's like chirp chirp bitch. Oh no, that just reminds me of high school. Those boys, you're a dime, bro. You're fucking dime. What was that a thing where people would call yeah. you a dime? Like you're a ten out of ten. Like 
your fucking oh, dime breath. I never heard that. Fucking I also stayed Oh, I stayed away from those rats. Like they were just cancerous. And I was like, I don't want my whole high school for like the first year before I switched. This is why I literally would sit upstairs with my like two friends, eventually turned into one friend (laughs) because um would sit upstairs in the gymnasium to avoid people. I was like, I don't want to be around any of these people. Like I just don't. No, thank you. That was a very cathartic segment. Mm-hmm. It was very important to talk about that because, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of fucked up shit going on. There is. And at the end of the day, let's stop complaining about issues and do something to change them because it's the Hell same yeah. way people who don't vote were like, why are you complaining? You didn't vote. Well, at this point, let's stop fucking voting and do something because it hasn't gotten us anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, it also ties into being like, if you're going to vote, be an informed voter mm-hmm. okay because mm-hmm. realize that you are not a true liberal by any means if you are not actively voting to dismantle the systems that keep the most disenfranchised down and hold people that you voted for accountable yeah. don't let them get away with shit mm-hmm. you know like mm. and maybe we can all plan a meetup and go to each city and town not town each city and whatever their legislative building is get all them leaders okay real quick kick them in the mouth okay um and make our own society where we listen to indigenous people and learn how to live off the land and support each other i don't know if we talked about this but real quick like jason kenny being like Oh my um, god, like, Johnny McDonald, like, you can't, can't, like, cancel culture is coming after him now. I want to wring that boy's face so bad. <laughs> and I was like, you fucking tater talk hot potato. He was like, you know, the prime minister, Stephen Harper's apology tater was so, <laughs> so good and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you literally just gave me testicular cancer. And I don't even have testicles. Your ovaries just fell out of your body and now you've got balls. <laughs> yes. Like, you are the most cancerous human being in Alberta right now. And we're about to get another round of conservative bullshit. Unless we burn down the office that he sits in. Or just like kick him out. Just I'm like make him be like. Planning murder, but. Just like talk, like you know, like Randy from Trailer Park Boys. You know, Smokey's alter ego. That's what we need. Jason Ken needs to happen. He needs to be just like this desperate, weird, fat guy looking for cheeseburgers and not have any power. Because like I really liked what H three said about someone else, but I'm going to use like their kind of joke here because I'm not trying not to be a joke thief. But his brain, yeah, he gave like, him credit. <laughs> his brain is literally just hot dogs. Like Jason <laughs> Kenny's brain is like ground meat, <laughs> ground beef. <laughs> You just got baloney in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I said, that's not my joke. I credit Ethan for that. Of course, it wasn't about Jason Kenny. It was about some other YouTuber. But you know I thought it was funny. funny. He's the equivalent of meatloaf with ketchup on it. Like, oh, <laughs> Something I have not eaten is meatloaf because most Black people, honestly, are like, what? <laughs> I've never eaten meatloaf either. I don't know what it is. Like, what is it? What is it? I'm going to Google it right now. I'm going to say, like, how are you going to tell me, oh, it's just this brick of meat that is a bunch of meats stuffed in. I'm, I'm not saying he had meats, but at the same, but what the fuck is that? Like, I'm going to Google it. Are you ready? 
What is a meatloaf? Diabetes. Here are some recipes. Oh, I just gave you recipes. <laughs> meatloaf is a dish of ground meat that has been combined with other ingredients and formed in the shape of a loaf and baked or smoked. The final shape is either hand formed or baked on an oven tray or pan. What is meatloaf made out of? Um, it's usually ground beef, whatever, any ground vegetables. Why not just like cook it in a pan? Why you gotta cook it in the shape of bread? Well, it's just, it's like just such a like thick. Ew, it looks disgusting. Yeah. Oh, Meatloaf Singer, excuse me. What is that? <laughs> Should I click on it? I, I don't know. Meatloaf Singer. Oh my God. He's an actual person. Fair oh God. Enough. Well, <laughs> I think we can move on from Meatloaf because at this point, girl, I don't think they can be saved. No. <laughs> like, why not just make a hamburger? And not like. <laughs> At this point, when you're making a meatloaf, you might as well just put it all in a fucking blender. That's what you're doing. Then, like, what are you eating it with? Because don't people just eat meatloaf, like, as the dish? Like, that's the whole dinner? And I'm like... Ew, yeah, no. <laughs> no. Why? We have issues with our... I'm kidding. I'm I just... Kidding. <laughs> what you want. I don't give a shit. That was... That was... No, it's true. It's true. <laughs> when you eat meatloaf seven days a week, like... Don't get me wrong. No, seven days a week, no matter who it is. Your you arteries are going to say, hard. I'm dead fuck wow i mean this this podcast was truly cathartic and very very important um what time are we at here on my little stopwatch mm-hmm. we're at like i'm gonna say 140 because we talked for about okay. five to ten minutes before i press record so mm-hmm. maybe this is a good time to I end the podcast so. and make sure that it <laughs> i agree actually fucking works Yes. Well, thank you guys for tuning in and listening to another episode of Low-Key Opinionated Unfiltered. Hell yeah! Are we okay? Should we? Okay, I was confused. Should we say just unfiltered because it's obvious that it's under Low-Key Opinionated? Would that be... We can just say unfiltered. Thanks I think tuning into unfiltered. I think at the end we can do just unfiltered, but at the beginning we say Low-Key mm, Unfiltered. Yeah. 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 But yeah, thanks for tuning in. Like Emma said, for Unfiltered today, I hope everyone had... Oda, stop. You're exhausting me. I hope everyone had a cathartic experience with us and got to listen to us vent and talk about, you know, things that were bothering us and, you know, how fucked up it is where people can get run over and, like, you don't get thrown in jail immediately. Yeah. That shouldn't happen. That shouldn't even be a possibility. Mm-mm. And honestly, at the end of the day, I feel like if we were in communities, we'd be able to handle our shit a lot better. That's like, it. like <laughs> I said, it should just be taken as seriously as being a pedophile. Like, you should not be in society. You obviously cannot function in society. And don't deserve to. Exactly. You don't, get, you don't get to reap the benefits of the people that you fucking kill. No, ma'am. So that's our message for today. And yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in today. Hopefully this podcast actually goes up and we don't have to record it, re-record it. So and hopefully y'all are having a good week, good night, good day, and you show it to your friends and family. Hell yeah, tell your friends, tell your family. family, Well, actually you can just explain these concepts to your friends. Help help us out. You know, like get more people interested. We want we want like-minded people to listen to the podcast. Mm -hmm. 
I just don't know if the parents can handle it. <laughs> you might Otis. just have to explain this to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otis, stop it. Sorry, he's being a rat. He needs his walk. Hopefully we don't get sprayed by a skunk this time. Fingers crossed. <laughs> okay, well. All right, everyone. Have a kiss. Goodbye. Bye.